The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. Colonel John Mills says we don't have a southern border at all. Let me restate that from Colonel John Mills. We don't have a southern border at all. And you're thinking, Ben, that's not that big of a shock. We know that we don't have a border at all. But the problem is, is without having this border, China is still continuing continuing to take advantage. And the Chinese are pouring in more and more and more and more. And obviously not every single Chinese person that's coming in is going to be part of the military. But with this many pouring in, it's a scary, scary situation that we are facing. Let me go right to the clips. Um, Frank Gaffney had Colonel John Mills on. And, well, it, it's frustrating when, <clears throat> when our country is willing to secure other countries' borders, but not our own, obviously. Let's go right to the cut. Take a listen. Uh, well, I think at this point in time, it's patently obvious that uh, uh, this is willful, intentional uh, China. I mean, I spent some time last fall with um, Michael Yan and Ann Vandersteel in Panama to kind of observe and understand my, my angle and interest was the Chinese component uh, coming up through the Darien Gap. And it's uh, at this point in time, and you can, you know, some of them are just trying to escape as the Chinese Communist Party. Hooray, good for that. We still, we still should secure our border. Uh, some are clearly economic refugees. Things are bad in China. Some uh, are not the best and brightest, okay? Maybe released convicts, okay? But some, and it, they really stand out, Anybody with good teeth, flat stomach, uh, military haircut, won't look you in the eyes. Yeah, I think uh, I'd want to pull them aside for further questioning. Um, so they, but they, let they, me ask you about that, John, because the Daily Caller uh, recently reported that not only are they not being subjected to a rigorous interrogation, but the Biden administration back in April of last year said, you know, shorten the interrogation such as it is uh from 40 questions to just five and they're pretty pro forma at that uh again you talked about willful uh it's willful presumably on the part of the chinese uh to insert these guys but is it also willful on the part of our government to allow them in here in large numbers well this is one of several uh core roles and missions of the federal government that the Biden team has chosen to abandon. And this is where the key role of, of states, uh, state governors, uh, constitutional sheriffs, this is the key role. We don't have a border, southern border at all right now. We don't. It just will bring them on through. Just absolutely. It's, it's, it's ludicrous to say, and for Mayorkas too, I mean, he is obviously uh, living on another planet um, and it's uh, it's just lying, John. Yeah, th this this is a deep, horrible problem. Obviously, for national security, obviously we ha have to think about 
if China is coming over so easily and our own government is willing to let them, let them in so easily, I keep trying to figure out how much does our government want an attack to actually happen. I understand that we have an administration that has been bought off by the, the Communist Party of China, and we have congressmen who have worked with China and gotten rich, and I understand that aspect, but it really seems like when the FBI tells you that there's going to be basically an attack, flat out, and we, we're not doing anything about it. It looks like we keep making it even easier. After the FBI testifies in front of Congress, we have actually made it even easier for the Chinese to come over. Can you believe that? I think they dropped the questions um, from like 40 questions now to like five questions. And then they're letting these people go. After? So you have to think... What in the world is China telling the administration behind the scenes? It, it makes me say, it, it feels like our own government wants a type of an attack to happen, and but um, like a false flag attack. It, it's got to be. I, I don't. It's hard to get my head around my own government doing that, but, well, it shouldn't. But when you know if there's a small false flag, that would turn into World War III. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's say you want to do a false flag, and you think you can do one little thing, make it look like we've been attacked, and, and then it's not going to be you know wild, widespread World War III, it's going to give them the advantage to do whatever they're planning on doing. Let's say that's their plan, a, a type of false flag. In this scenario, when you have what's going on in the Middle East and Russia and Iran and North Korea, and everyone seems to be coordinated along with terror cells, you can't do a false flag without it turning into something way more. It's not possible. I don't, I don't get it. I'm trying to figure out something that I really think can't be explained in the spiritual blindness of our own government. I'm trying to explain away something that almost seems supernatural in, in the aspect of a blindness that is not normal, that I've never seen before. I've never seen a country go to its own destruction or at least lay out the foundation to have its own destruction happen so easily. And your own government officials seem to have a different plan, thinking that they can turn us into a one-world government without us being destroyed. And that's the only way I can explain it, is they, they still think we're, we're not going to get destroyed if we do this. Let me go to another cut. Colonel John Mills is really about cyber warfare. And so with the Chinese coming in, they really talk about the threat from a, a cyber warfare angle. Take a listen. 
Now I'm anxious to get your thought on uh, what it means that places like Butler County, Ohio, are being subjected to cyber attacks by the Chinese communists five times a day, according to the sheriff there, Richard Jones. Well, the county, again, is the foundation of our republic. Uh, one thing I've noticed under especially ransomware attacks is the focus on county uh, county networks. Uh, hey, Maricopa County, anybody here of Maricopa County? Anybody here of Fulton County? You know, Bucks Arizona, or Georgia. Uh, you know, yeah, Bucks County, uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. So um, this is a curious infatuation of the cyber threat with these counties. Why? Because they, they, their networks are rich in data and services and can be, sh- and when you shut those down, you shut down a huge amount of the delivery of government services and throw it into question. Yeah. Um, and, also, and that apparently is being done. The sheriff talked about, you know, being reduced yeah. to paper for five weeks or something to, oh, that's uh, absolutely, just absolutely. Through. I had a medical provider recently who went through a multi-month uh, ransomware situation. Um, so, so this is very real. But what's even more, uh, Section 1088 of the 2023 NDAA was a tabletop exercise authorization act. Yep, uh, a tabletop exercise on uh, Chinese attacks in case of conflict over China, uh, over Taiwan. Chinese attacks on domestic infrastructure. Department of Defense. Well, guess what? The Department of Defense is hugely dependent upon counties and cities that oftentimes are equivalent to counties uh, around their bases and base enclaves. They need power. They need water. They need they need uh, information services, oftentimes which is primarily provided by the counties uh, they reside in. And the Chinese know this. So, I mean, Butler County may seem to be an obscure county, but even Butler County is demonstrating um, the uh, ferocious nature, 505 a day, who cares? No, that's that's a big deal. Multiply that over a year. So what they're really saying is the cyber warfare on just a county, but counties all across America, I I guess this is what the Chinese have told our traders, our globalists, behind the scenes, our globalists must be told, oh, the worst we're going to do is cyber warfare. Um, we're, we'll damage some infrastructure, we'll do this, but that will be the crisis. And then you step in and it's the great reset, right? So America will lose its dominance. Um, it won't be the economic hub of the world. And we can ease you into the the global government. And I assume that's that's what they're telling them. But none of the actions from watching our enemies indicate that that's what they're doing at all. I... I all... What... I always look at China, and this is the way I want you guys to look at it, too. China loves to do things without firing a shot, right? They're known for that. That That's how they conduct warfare. They'd rather other people do it and then be behind the scenes. This is not a secret. So a lot of times we look at China in this situation and with them coming over the border, 
as if they would be leading the way in an attack against America. And that's not what they would be. They would be the cleanup crew. So what I'm saying is, is we're looking at what they're setting up for the tail end of something. When you look at China, look at them as whatever they're doing, that would be the cleanup crew. They have the manpower to do the cleanup. Who's, who's going to lead the first attack? What will be the first attack? Are they going to do massive terrorist attacks using Iran all across? Because they could do this. I don't think that's how they'll do it. But you could have just coordinated all on the same day terrorist attacks all around the entire country. You could have that. I don't think so, though. If you're going to coordinate this much with this many allies, our enemies, if all our enemies are getting together and there's blinking red lights, according to Christopher Ray, the, uh, the head of the FBI, telling you, never seen anything like this before. They're, they're totally coordinated and basically attack is going to happen. You're going to do the most damage as hard as you can, as fast as you can, because you you're, you would be attacking America. It is crazy to attack America unless you have a bunch of senile people running the country and you feel like you could do a massive attack and get away with it without a response. And the only way you could do that is if you went fully kinetic. And if you went fully kinetic, so... You actually have to think worst case scenario first. That's the way I I look at it. It's worst case scenario first, and that would be nuclear tactical bombs in cities. I guess you could you could just do New York only, and America would financially collapse and everything would be over with. Just that alone, just that alone. But I think it would be more than that. I don't think it would be limited to that. I think it would be multiple, multiple cities. And folks, I keep watching the news and I'm thinking it's all right there. I mean, thank goodness nothing has happened. But just because nothing has happened, it's not like they've backed off. It's not like I'm saying, well... We were in a danger window, and look, nothing has happened. We're in a danger window, and the Chinese are pouring in even more so. It's not like the Russians have backed off. It's not like Iran has backed off. The threat keeps growing. Oh, it's it's hard to sit here and, and try to figure out every aspect of what's going on. I'm going to pick up where I left off just a little bit with Colonel John Mills, and then we'll deal more about the southern border itself. And I know how frustrated you are about that with Jack Posobiec as well. Hold on. Let's go back to Colonel John Mills. That's a lot. That poor little CIO chief information officer or CISO chief information security officer, which normally also stands for career is so over. Um, they are, they are, getting beat up daily by foreign intrusions. And, and John, uh, one of the other things that uh, Sheriff Jones talked about was um, 
that the problem of physical security, security of the grid, security of other critical infrastructure, uh, is such that at this point, um, he says there are now safe houses for these uh, Chinese uh, nationals uh, in every state, that um, the warnings that they're receiving are that these guys are, are here to sow chaos by attacking, among other things, uh, you know, infrastructure uh, and and perhaps, uh, you know, the sheriff's ability to provide uh, the requisite law enforcement capabilities in time of a crisis like that. Um, he also said that one of the things that he's working on, and he's he's very anxious, it sounds, to ensure that there's complementary efforts being taken by sheriffs elsewhere in state, of course, of Ohio, but elsewhere too, presumably, to train citizens to help cope with the kind of crises that might arise if, uh, again, Chinese military personnel start uh, blowing things up or otherwise disrupting and wreaking havoc, as uh, Christopher Ray said, in our country. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Now, the the Chinese, and and, uh, I have noticed their gravitation toward legal and and, uh, cannabis operations, which if... All right, I I got... There's more, but you get the gist, and especially with what Frank Gaffney was saying. Here's the thing. Is China just going to randomly start blowing stuff up, our infrastructure? That would be the first thing to happen? No, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they randomly start attacking our infrastructure, giving us a heads up, okay, we're at war with China, for sure we're at war with China now, and give the American people a heads up, hey, you're at war with China, you've got just down your road infrastructure being blown up as if there wouldn't be ex-military people going down and saying, we're going to guard our county's infrastructure where I live. You would have that. You'd have American citizens standing up. They wouldn't conduct it that way. So I, I think I've made it clear, and I want my audience to understand, do you see how this would be a cleanup job? This would not be what we should be looking for. We should be looking for, really, we should be looking for Vladimir Putin's movements. And if if Vladimir Putin takes to the sky, that's what you should be looking for. Uh, because if he takes to the sky kind of secretly, that's where he would conduct a doomsday attack from his multiple doomsday planes and our military intelligence should easily know when he's he's doing something like that. But I don't think I'll know. I don't think you will know. I don't think we we would get that, but our military should be able to know that. This is tough. Let me let me go to Jack Posobic though, and they're talking about basically how we're willing to fund Ukraine no matter what. At the same time, we won't do anything to help our own borders. Take a listen. 
Well, so I, you must be a huge fan of the bill that came out of the Senate last night. Uh, popping champagne four in the morning is what I, I, you know, my sources tell me that you were doing out around there. Uh, just looking at the $95 billion that will be sent overseas and the fact that we have Republican leadership, and this, it's so smart of them, working with the Democrats, cutting out their own voters and not a single cent sent for our own border. I mean, it's just, I can't find anything wrong with this bill. It really is one of the most astonishing examples of Washington betraying the American people that has surely occurred in the whole history of this country. It would have been so foreign and unthinkable to our founders that they would be unable to even process such a monstrosity. I mean, $100 billion is larger than the GDP of most countries. Um, around the world and the uh, or at least many countries I should say around the world and you also have to look at the fact that we are over 30 trillion dollars in debt so we're borrowing money not for the purpose of protecting our own citizens protecting our own country protecting our own future we're borrowing money for the purpose of financing particularly it's not all the money but particularly financing a foreign war in Ukraine that could have been prevented before it even started with a peace settlement and could be ended tomorrow with a peace settlement. And so this isn't even a case in which you're using the money, in theory, to save lives. You're using the money to extend the suffering, to extend the misery, to extend the conflict. What? For what purpose? For what end? So that hundreds of thousands of people can die and then we'll have a settlement that's much the same a year from now, two years from now, five years from now? It really is horrific. And then at the same time, of course, Nothing, nothing for the invasion that's happening on our own southern border. And just goes to show you that people say that Washington doesn't work or Washington is broken, all these other lazy cliches. Washington does work and Washington is not broken. And in fact, it functions quite well when it is trying to do something that it actually cares to do. So when senators want to have a foreign war in Ukraine and they want to fund that foreign war in Ukraine, then with astonishing speed, efficiency, purpose, focus, a sense of mission, clarity, they can get done exactly what they aim and resolve to get done. That's it. You know, it, it's there's an attitude in America from our globalists that are backstabbing us that no matter what, we've been able to keep the wars off of our coasts. And because we provide so much in economic and in food, food itself around the world, I think they, th they think they sit so much as a queen that no one dare touch them. And they are so drunk on money and so drunk on we're the most powerful nation, so cocky that it's it's spiritual blindness they don't think anything will happen in the aspect of pure destruction and that's what scares me because if our own government doesn't even care and actually wants us to go into a one world government but uh, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating to watch it, knowing what I know, seeing it happen. 
and I can't do anything about it. I can't, I can't do anything but tell you, get right with God. Get right with God. And why wait? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I love you guys. Be careful out there. See ya. Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe and hit that like button. They say I'm part of a global plan. I don't think so. It's too hot, it's too cold. You know what? The weather changes. Here's the news, Dad. Nope. It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. Ditch the fake news and always get the truth. Go to thenewamerican.com.